I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am your host, Lance Fischel. Great card this week. Good pay-per-view. Big fight. We made it the last few weeks. Really, this year, outside of the pay-per-view, I'd say has been the worst run of fight night cards you could ever see, which also mixed with the worst run of gambling in MMA in my entire life, <laughs> which was covered by two golf wins, so we're okay. But, but man, I've been on... Big losing streak, but big card this week. Exciting fights. I'm excited as a fan this week as well. New John, how you doing? I mean, that's really all you can ask for uh, at this point. It's last week with the 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 late cancellation was just the cherry on top to to what we've been dealing with. So uh, be thankful uh, for the card this weekend because they are rare and rare these days. Yes. Got to knock some wood that uh, that Johnny some Bones fakes. doesn't get arrested before Saturday. It's always a possibility. There's I mean, always a chance. Running around with that black beanie and shades and stuff, it's kind of put me on edge. Like, right? I'm, just, I'm <laughs> like, this this dude's planning something, right? Like, it's, it's got me on edge. Yeah. Did you see the video? <laughs> there was a video today, and uh, – he, he, someone was filming him or whatever, and he was in the plane. And someone was asking him what he does. He's like, I'm a cage fighter. This motherfucker's flying Southwest <laughs> to the car. Southwest Airlines. He is the greatest fighter of all time. He's made a lot of money. He's rich. He's flying Southwest Airlines. That's like a tick above spirit. Do, do they have any other airlines in Albuquerque? Delta's everywhere. You just have to connect. I, I I will I will fly I will fly. Maybe there's nonstop. Yeah, from that, fucking, there's there's probably yeah, Albuquerque to Vegas. Albuquerque oh, to Vegas. That's just a little puddle jumper. That, I mean, I know right. old, old Bones has had like quite a few legal things that he's had to pay for over the years, and not fighting for three years. Like the money, the money goes quick. It goes. He's probably quick, banned man. from a few airlines. Mate, that yes. that might <laughs> probably is. That is that is very possible. Brad, how are you doing? Uh, losing a lot of MMA bets. Uh, so reverse swept two weekends, uh, two weeks in a row for like seven units each. Uh, swept last week's card, 1-0. Uh, get, we're, we're back on track. Uh, luckily the, the lacrosse has been treating us well. So somehow I'm, uh, I'm still up this year. Was it sad belly last week that, that, that got your? The, uh, the over two and a half, the super fatties uh, got there. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I had a bad, I had a bad card again. Yeah. Just doing that consistently. Just real consistent. I started bad and had a good one. And then it's, it's been a couple of bad ones, but you know, we, we, uh, we teamed up for some good hits on Sunday. That kind of, that made up for a horrible, horrible week. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One, one golf win can take care of. Several a lot of MMA losses. <laughs> several weeks of MMA losses, and I've had, I've, I've had, I've had two golf wins the last three weeks, and I, sh- I could easily have five so far this year. I oh yeah, Colin, 
The so, Colin choke fucking job was, is. Yeah. Six on Sunday. Rom whipping his fucking massive piece out one week and like, nah, this is Twice. mine. Yeah, yeah, I got second. I got second to Rom twice, and both of them I had the leader with like six holes left. I, I've been on. I've been on all of them this year, but yeah. the the Colin win was fucking stupid. That was still just... up though. Even with all those chokes, still up. I'll take it. They don't. They don't have. Uh, like, can you? You ever bet those guys top five, or are you just not into that? You're just betting them to win, and that's it. Not because you would be. But it doesn't. It'd be a different. It's a different strategy yeah, to bet like fair. that. Like, yeah. if you bet, I don't know. Like last week, Kirk was a bigger one. He was like thirty to one to win. Like top five, he'd probably be, you know, like eight, like seven to one, six to one, probably lower. Somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, so if you'll get top tens. Rory, I believe, is like minus one twenty. To be top ten this week, so at that point you're bet it's you're not you're not betting these big futures. No. I've been I've been betting golf for I don't know like fifteen years. I've been betting it the same way the the whole time, and it's it ba- it's basically equivalent to betting a you know, full bet on a plus five hundred. Yeah. Is kind of how I bet it, and you only have to win once every five weeks to <laughs> basically. So I'm right now, I miss- Jason Day is plus three thousand, and he's plus six hundred to be. Yeah, top five. So it doesn't. It's it's. Well, there, there, there's there's some people that do like the win or the top four or five bet. They kind of make them both. Lance, just keep doing what you're doing. It's working for me. I I miss I miss I miss miss NASCAR being close to that. Like the the faves on NASCAR like seven eight years ago were ten twelve to one. Those were the faves. Yeah. Like I routinely hit thirty to ones on NASCAR like that. Uh, seven eight years ago. Now faves could be plus two fifty. Yeah, <laughs> like it's Bubba season this weekend though. <laughs> All right, but I think it's Bubba season this season. I got a little. We're forty five fifty to one, something like that. It's, Has he ever won? Yeah, got a couple wins now. He actually won on a regular track last year. He's in he's in Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin's cars now. Like they're he's in legit shit. Does he have Nos? Man, those cars got all the good <laughs> shit. Who knows what they're putting them in? Putting that shit in nowadays. Okay, let's. Uh, we'll, we'll quickly go through last week's. I would say travesty. Um, every week we're kind of topping the week before in how bad it is. Like last week, the week before we had Zach Piuga, Jordan Wright as a co-main, just disgusting. This week we had the main dropout, so we had Brendan Allen. Muniz as the as the main and Sakai versus Maze as the co-main. Um, it, keep, it keeps getting it keeps getting worse, and I know there was some fallout here. And then they've been doing it even more recently. I feel two unranked heavyweights just sitting right in the middle of the fucking main card. Every it's I think it's been like almost every card this year is like the third from the top is going to be a bad heavyweight fight with unranked guys going to decision. Chase Sherman and Parker Porter, baby. Ooh. Do we have a heavyweight fight in the middle of this car between unranked guys? No, we're good. It's pay-per-view. <laughs> they would have done that if Bones wasn't on the card. Gotta have it. Did yeah. you know that he went up to heavyweight just by stopping cocaine? Stopped doing cocaine, Thank you. gained like 50 pounds. Well, 
it's we've talked we've been waiting for this fight for two years for Bones heavyweight debut because he had to work for on his body years. work on himself at heavyweight and like we're talking about the guy gaining like twenty pounds really right right and he comes out he's this heavyweight guy and the pictures come out basically he just put like fifteen pounds in his belly and he's just a little bit fat <laughs> like he's not he's not much bigger. Like upper body, muscular wise, his legs look the exact same size. He just looks like he put a few on. Like it was off season. <laughs> he, he looks like if uh, Fedor laid out in the sun too long and then somebody stretched him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it's going to change anything, but obviously, but it, it was funny. We waited this long so Jones could transform his body for heavyweight. He I mean, literally just gained 20 pounds. In his I, I saw, like, gym pictures a couple years ago of him lifting and shit, and he looked way better than he does now. Like, yeah. it's it's fight week, and he looked better just in the yeah. gym bulking up. Was he at the testing pool back then? That's <laughs> no. always a question. I <laughs> mean, yeah, I think he's, he stayed in the pool, but, I mean, now it's like he can do what he was doing before because all this shit got changed. Like, now yeah. he never would have failed a test if the – Rules yeah. USADA just put in place, like he never would have failed. So he could go back on whatever he was using that was just showing up, barely. <laughs> well, it it is funny because the first year when he was out and transforming his body, you saw these videos like constantly. Him in the gym, him working out, just lifting big weights, all that. And like, I don't think I've seen a John Jones in the gym video in about a year. He, he got bored of that real quick. Funny. Do you remember the movie, The, uh, the Great White Hype? Yeah, yep. that's what yeah. I was thinking. Like, yeah, and Wayne's out there. Yeah, he just shows up. He's like, more, he looks like he's pregnant and he just knocks the guy out in one punch. <laughs> I just always think about that when I see like a fat guy who's, I think, better. Like, he just doesn't give a shit. He's not yeah. fat, I guess I would say. He just, he, he doesn't, he doesn't look like he spent two years he looks like he got body. older. He looks <laughs> like he, he looks like he got older and just yeah. thicker in the chest and the, and the fucking torso and shit. Like what it's happens when you're fucking 35, 40 years old? Yeah, th- George Adzo mentioned he's been training with all the fighters that have been cut. That was so funny, those videos. <laughs> yeah, Walt Harris and my boy Virginia Slim and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's got some tra- top tier <laughs> training partners right there. Like, holy yeah. shit. So he bad. Was, and he's like, he's pumping them up. So he's like, I'm in the gym every day with these savages. I'm like, bro, that is goddamn Virginia Slim, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Iron sharpens iron. I'm here with Jordan <laughs> DeCastro. <laughs> Just going hard rounds. <laughs> that was good stuff. That was good. Oh, God. All right, yeah, so- be, uh, old Bare Knuckle might be better than some of these uh, UFC cards we got coming yeah. out. I still haven't watched it. I can't. Uh, yeah, I, I would do the coach thing. Uh, where, you know, that's what, 45 minutes from his house, he said. So he's gonna, he's gonna head out and watch that. I'd, I'd probably go watch one live, but. I mean, I I've, I've watched, so, I've watched some of them, not the like. You watch everything though. You don't. They, care. well, I mean, I don't watch all of these, like some of them. They got, they're on all the time now. They, they'll have a bare knuckle and I didn't even know about it. Like, a, they got a bunch it, of them. But I mean, when this they is got 41. like. 41. I thought they I mean, did like six shows. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably watch like 10 of them. Like when Rothwell is fighting or, uh, they had fucking goddamn, fuck, what's our boy's name? Johnny Cash tattoo. He's all fucking juiced up. Belcher. Now. Belcher. Heavyweight now. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I watched, I've watched those. 
I'm I, you best believe I'm watching Mike Perry work over fucking Luke Rock. See, I there's I, I don't, yeah. it's not because of like it offends me of bare knuckles. You're scared like, of blood. We know Lance. I, I find it so unappealing. Like it does absolutely nothing for me. Like it's, there's no there's nothing. That shit is just guys throwing punches and it's all washed up old dudes. It's awful. Well, watching those what, watching those washed up old dudes who you know have greatness in the past is so much better than that half that UFC card last week. You trying to tell me that shit was more enjoyable than watching Chad Mendez juiced up again yeah. fighting? I have fucking no idea because Eddie I didn't Alvarez watch it either. Yeah, but so. it's bare. I give you that, Brad. You won't no. fuck with that. I'm if, just talking about other people. that are like, well, I'll watch this shitty ass UFC card that I complain about and hate. Oh yeah, what? Well, I can't do names out of it. I don't enjoy the sport of bare knuckle boxing. It could be, you could take all the current UFC champions and put them in bare knuckle boxing in their primes. I would not watch it. It's so not entertaining. I like fighting though. Like it's not just MMA. I like dudes scrapping. I I like fighting. I like fist fight. I don't care. I like violence. That shit like, and, and it's comparative. Like I said, to, the UFC product today, like you still see the Bellator hating, the PFL hating shit. Are you watching the UFC? Like, are you tuning in every week to this bullshit? Like, it is John bad. Lineker just had an awesome, unbelievable uh, fight one. Yep, last week like, they put I on great that, fights, but I didn't watch any. Well, I watched a couple minutes of UFC. So. I don't watch one very often. I don't even know when it comes on, or where it's on. They're terrible at marketing it, but yes. if I see it on uh, on Amazon, I'll. I'll watch and, it. and people went out of their way to watch that overnight UFC card that was absolute trash. Like they it's stayed so up all night to watch that because it's called the UFC. It was so bad. I uh, I watched I watched most Bellator. I'd say I watched ninety five percent of Bellator, and I, I watch PFL every week. I just that's that's kind of where I draw the line. That's, I, I mean, I don't watch. I also I don't watch boxing. Like I watch no I boxing. Do. Yeah, whatsoever. I watch. I, I watch. I watch boxing before I ever watched MMA. So it's... never been, never been a boxing guy. I've watched some here and there. Like I just, I can't get in. I've wanted to get into it. I got nothing. Can't get into it. Yep, it's not for everybody. I like MMA too. I started watching MMA because of wrestling. So it's like my entry into combat sports and why I started watching it is much different than some others. Where if you got into boxing and that got you into MMA, I was watching collegiate wrestling. And then that got me into MMA. So I think it's also just, which probably I don't like bare knuckle. I'm not, I'm not a boxing fan. I like, I like grappling. I like fucking Bo Nichols. Like, that's awesome. I'm excited to see Bo Nickel fight, you know? Like, I'm, I'm the wrestling side of things, you know? So it's just I a just, different enjoyment. I always like, I just always like balance. I mean, I, I've, I've been watching kickboxing and shit for, I mean, I was watching K1 and shit when people were, not even talking about that stuff. They HD yeah. net and shit. I had satellite. I was watching HD net, watching fucking K one dynamites on New Year's Eve. Like shit's great. Yeah. I, I do. Like, I did watch fights. I, I don't even know what org it was, but I used to watch MMA fights on HD. I don't remember what org. Friday, oh night, yeah, Friday night fights. Night, they they had a whole bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. It was all the yeah, shit. That's on I remember they had the Canadian now. one, and then they had yeah. all the maximum fighting. Well now, now it's literally like all oh, they're all in the UFC. <laughs> like the most of those, most of the dudes that would be on those cards now are in the UFC. And I don't even have the dudes that are on those undercards are in the UFC now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't even have Fight Pass anymore, so like I don't really watch because it's like it, it's kind of a I don't know. I, I still it's hard for me to watch like a whole card on a Saturday of UFC 
and then I'm watching like some random fight night card on a Friday. Like I just, I'll do the LFAs still. I watch that. That's about as low as I could get. I, I that's can't, on Fight Pass. Yeah, they are on Fight Pass now. Yeah, I watched it when it was on like television. Yeah, it was like, on I Access. Used to, I used to watch it. Or HDNet, then Axis, but all of those switched over to. But I mean, yeah, they, I watched it then. They consolidated all of them and did a deal because it's Ed Suarez that runs all that shit. And he yeah. just he made a deal with the UFC and funnels fighters up there and and yep. put it on Fight Pass. So, but yeah, that MMA was great when it was UFC spread out a little bit and you got all your lower level shit on Friday night on Axis. Yeah, all the different orgs did their shit on there. Me and yep. Brad's. But it was plus two fifties. No, like it was, dude. Like, what, what, what was that guy's name? The Manus or whatever. I remember that. Yeah, it was. We had Manus a couple weeks ago. It's legit. Like a whole UFC fight night cards now would literally be Axis Friday Ooh. night cards, like straight up. Yeah. That's what we was getting. Fucking five, six years before the Fox deal. Like that changed everything. Not good. All right. Um. We can quickly go through these and just see if you have any observations as I read through the prelims first. But lightweight division, uh, Norelio Aliyev defeated Rafael Alves, majority decision. He bit him. So one. Uh, super boring, dude. Not a fan. Lightweight, Joe Selecki defeated Carlton Denton. Sub, rear naked choke, second round. Uh, Ode Osborne defeated Charles Johnson, split decision. I thought our day won that. Uh, Jordan Levitt defeated Victor Martinez knockout. Maybe the most embor- embarrassing result I've ever seen in my life. Um, some chick beat some other chick by decision. And then Trevor Peak with just some elite striking takes out Eric Gonzalez by knockout in the first round. Uh, Sean, we'll start with you. Any, uh, I, any, any I did not watch this card. I was, uh, at a bad card in four days. It was, it was quite good. Yeah, no need to catch up on this one, I would say. Wes, anything here? Um, yeah, it's Selecki with a, a, a slick sub. That that was nice. Um, I, I'm I'm not sure how Selecki might be okay. I, I don't I don't know. I, he he's all right. Um, yeah, Ode probably beat Charles Johnson. I bet on Johnson, and yeah, I mean, I didn't trust that guy going in. I don't know why I bet on him, and he showed up. The the guy I don't trust showed up. Uh, I bet Levitt every time and lose money, and of course the time I bet against him, he goes out there and knocks a guy out in fucking like Damn. thirty seconds. Like, uh, and then and then my boy who Maddie says, of course, is uh, is blood cousin uh, mm-hmm. of oh boy, uh, dude throwing that. They need to put the the pickaxe in his hand like they did before because he and oh boy with like a couple fucking hammer fist on the feet. So bad. Peak's fun. They gotta man. put that in the UFC game now, don't they? He, think he, so. He's fun. He, like, don't don't talk about like I, I think I can contend. Like this dude's out there talking about the word of God and he can contend for a title because of God. And she's like, hey, bro, trust me. Uh, God ain't God ain't showing up when, God, when you're fighting. God when you're fighting Joe Bronx, <laughs> God ain't showing up when mac and cheese is laying on top of you, bro. Brad, anything uh, on these prelims? Um, I was out during the afternoon and I got back and the fight that was on was the one chick getting the decision over the other chick. Uh, so I walked out of the room Banger. and like made some dinner or something <laughs> like that. Uh, and then I, I came back in and I saw the, the Trevor Peak fight and that was uh, hilarious. Yeah, I sadly watched every fight. Oh, bad news, by the way. My brother's getting married in May. The Dubronx card is his no. wedding night. Wow. 
What an asshole. So, like, he's going to get a TV at the reception, pay-per-view on there. That's what the phone you, you need to just contact our boy Water Show. I think he's got some, some tricks and shit. He's, mm. he's done a few watch-alongs <laughs> at some weddings before, so. But it's tough when it's my brother. Yeah, it's, it's a little man. different for sure. That's why I say you have to work it into the actual reception. Yeah. I could probably be home by the Dubronx fight if it's the co-main. Yeah. Maybe. Nice. Oh, is it like local? You can you're coming home. Yeah, right? it's not a hotel. In, uh, I'm, I'll be driving home. It's in Lebanon, which is like I don't know. He was like, that's it's pretty far, man. Twenty twenty five side of the world, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's a, it's a long flight. <laughs> uh, it's about twenty twenty five minutes. But where you're, where you're going with this? Your helmet. Dude. He texted me the other day. He's like, uh, "Did you see the Dubronx fight announcement?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "That's my wedding." And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Main card. I don't see a reason to go through each of these like we do on regular main cards. So, welterweight Mike Mallett defeated Johan sub round one. I actually hit a bet. I had him inside. Hooray for me. Uh, women's flyweight Tatiana Suarez defeated Montana De La Rosa sub guillotine choke. I thought she looked okay at best. I didn't. I didn't think she she looked very good. Um, but first fight back up a weight class. Heavyweight Sakai defeated Dante May's decision. This was absolutely dreadful as expected. And then uh, Brennan Allen defeated Andre Munoz sub third round. I, I hate myself for this fight. I bet Munoz. I've been like a day one Brennan Allen fan. I bet this guy like a million times. <laughs> fucking same, bro. Like fucking I have bet. I have probably bet Brennan Allen at least seven or eight times. Um, and I, I went the other way here. I thought I thought this would be more grappling early on, and I thought. Allen get himself in trouble and get submitted. He didn't. Um, and uh, with a lot of Brazilians, we, we see this. They're way better at being the hammer than the nail. And once that pressure starts coming, they, they fade. It happens a lot. It's it's kind of a – maybe it's a cultural thing. They're just quitters over there. No, no, that's how you can player. tell who's from the favelas. Dubron yeah. is from the favelas. Yeah. That's why he comes back. Yeah. 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 Auto. From the, from from the like you, you yeah. know which ones were raised to wear. That's for damn sure. So is is Muniz just nowhere near as good as everybody thought he was, nope. or did he kind of have an off night? He's not as good. I nope. mean, nope. Uh, I, I don't think. I think the problem is he. It was a bad game plan for one. His idea to just strike with Allen. I don't think he had a choice. I don't think he had a choice. I think Maybe, everybody, but he didn't try very hard for a takedown in the first I mean, round the, and a half. The couple times he he did and got a hold of Allen, he was bodied. Allen yep. overpowered that dude and just kept it up. I think the other part of the game plan was he's not an elite wrestler, and I think we saw this out of Dubronx during his career that he got in this kind of trouble when he couldn't take guys down. So he pretty much dedicated himself to before he did the striking to becoming a really really good wrestler. Jacare did this. Um, a lot of the Brazilians did this who had really good top game jiu-jitsu, but didn't have takedowns. They just dedicated himself to being a good wrestler, especially in the clinch. And I don't think Muniz is there. So he doesn't have a way to get guys in the ground. So if he's getting outstruck, he has nothing. And then he, he gassed and quit. I think it's as simple as that. He's a quitter. Yeah. I think the, the difference between him and a guy like Dubronx or something like that is he's been – fighting for quite a while, but he didn't start fighting anything resembling good competition 
until the last few years. Whereas Dubronx has been doing it since he was 20 years old. He fought so, Jim Miller when he was what, like 22. Took a yeah. lot of took a lot of failing and and learning some lessons for Dubronx to get as good as he did. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I, for for me, I, I don't Muniz is a is a fraud. Like, and yeah. I thought very very highly of him going into that fight. Yeah. I thought very highly of him after watching that. That dude's kind of a fraud to me. And Lance's, you're, you're right about uh, wrestling and Brazilians needing to, to get shit down, being the the nail and shit. I don't think you can learn good enough wrestling in the time that he's got left in this division to where, like, when Brendan Allen is bodying you, stopping your takedowns, and and, I, and I, I don't think Muniz's hands didn't look bad. Like he was yeah. landing some shit on, like. You can see he's got skills and stuff, but he's he's got a glaring weakness that's gonna cost him a lot in this division, man. I just I don't see yeah, it. He he to me it's like we saw him land some punches. I call that jujitsu boxing. It's he's he's an athletic dude who's been in combat sports and athletics, he's you know, all that for a long time. But it doesn't look like someone who knows how to box. It looks like someone he's seen other people throw punches. Yes, and he's athletic enough where he's going to land some stuff, but most of it's kind of looping a little bit, nothing overly clean. He's after he throws a punch, he's leaving himself wide open because he's he has a mitt. Bo- he's a mitt. He's a hit in the mitts in the gym guy. Well, like yeah. Jacare was that too, but Jacare was a way better athlete. Than yep. Yeah, and he I mean, used to set up takedowns. He would use those punches to get in the clinch and take a guy down. Yeah, you can you can see Muniz has absolutely put some time in in the gym working on mitts and working on his hands. But when he gets in a firefight, he he does dumb shit. Like he swings, his punches start getting loopy and shit. Like he's 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 not it, man. I know there was quite a few people that were like, "This guy can win a title like soon." I'm like, I I was like, the matchups in the division are still ones that he could take advantage of. Can he get guys down though? Like that's the question. Like he's got to improve that thing, which is massive red flag. Brendan Allen is piecing your ass up on the feet like that too. It's that like that was just not a good look, man. I think the one thing too outside of the wrestler where like Muniz is kind of like bullied some guys a little bit, like in the clinch and just kind of been the tougher guy. And Allen's not a good wrestler, but Allen also doesn't give a fuck. And Allen is he's a tough dude. Like He's not a guy that's just going to, like, like give it up. And he's going to keep moving forward. He doesn't give a shit. And I think sometimes that gives guys like a, a Muniz trouble because Allen's going to stay in his fucking face, and he didn't like it. Uh, Allen's going to gonna gonna win against some decent dudes, and he's going to lose against some decent dudes. And you just got to oh, yeah. know when to – like, I, 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 I believed in, in some Muniz hype. And in hindsight, mm-hmm. I saw some people that were on um, – on Allen all week yeah. too, and I just didn't mm-hmm. see it. I saw some people on Allen sub at the at the nice price. I just didn't see it, man. And uh, I jumped off Allen a little too soon. Like Lance is right. Like that that guy doesn't give a fuck. He's gonna scrap. You know what you're gonna get out of him. But he's gonna he's gonna win some. He's gonna lose some. I'm running so cold right now. I'm even betting against guys I always bet on and losing. Like it's just it's <laughs> just running cold right now. All right. Let's move on to next week. And, and thinking of that middleweight division, like, we got a guy debuting on this card. 
I already don't know who he loses to. I'm looking at Brendan Allen. I'm looking at Muniz. He runs through these motherfuckers. Like it's it's gonna be man. it's gonna be interesting over the next year or two to see how this guy gets matched up and where Lance it, is at. It's gonna, gonna it's be gonna be good. hard to cap his fights because every yes. single person he gonna fights, fight. you're gonna look at the skill sets and go, <laughs> Adesanya. <laughs> You know, Some, like, somebody is gonna like he's gonna have a little off night and tough night against somebody. That's always gonna be the question when he gets in tough. That that's always the question with with these guys. I think like, this dude to embarrass the champ tomorrow. Absolutely. Probably. I mean, I saw some of the grappling that happened in that Adesanya. Embarrass him. Fight. I the one guy that. I don't think he beats right now is Whitaker. Like that's yeah, sorry, well, I mean, that's not happening. That's the, I would say that that probably is Bo's toughest matchup. Bear is the easiest matchup. This dude is doesn't even have a fight in the real UFC yet. Already, like there's the one guy in the now. division that can that he can't yep. beat. Like what no, are we no, doing? what I was saying when you look nope. at not if he'd win. When you look at this, when you're trapping the fight and you look at the skill set, because like I look at the skill set of what a guy can do to each other. When you look at Bo, it's going to be tough for us to kind of not go, holy shit, because you look at the wrestling. And that middleweight division has so many non-wrestlers throughout their rankings. But it's dude, but, but dudes that are like, he's not going to be able to just take down and sub immediately. Like, he's going to have to work. And does he slow down? What happens in second and third rounds? What happens when he gets oh, punched damn. in the face by a fucking uh, a, a professional kickback, like there's it's probably not going to hurt when he's on top. But I mean, like <laughs> we're we're going to see like y'all are crowning a dude with three fights, man. Like I love and I love Bo Nick. I think he's the real deal. But I called got, Bo Nickel champ seven years ago before he even knew he was going true. into MMA. That that is true. Gas out. This man's got gas for days. I, I'm not saying gassing out. There's a different thing about being in a tough fight and getting hit and shit instead of just not I get get, it. Just, It'll be you know what? He's going to be put. You, I'm not convinced of, of any dude until they're put in a bad spot. They're going to yeah. be put in a bad spot eventually. But you're right. The guy's, he's the hype. He's the real. Pro- prospect wise, skill set, he might be he, the best prospect the UFC has ever had coming in. Like raw prospect. Not a guy that was like 15 fights and come in like just raw minus, green prospect. Minus 1,800 against the actual it. UFC fighter in his debut off of three fights. Yeah. Like yeah. that is for real. That's wow. – Yeah. Well, a, a and I look at it and I'm like, yeah. It's – yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's right. It well, <laughs> could probably – should be like 2,000 like Ronda Rousey type shit. Like, really. Which is crazy. Like you're, Pickett's not good by any means. But like this is a guy with like six, seven UFC fights and some UFC wins. Wins, Bo yeah. been fighting for a year. <laughs> like that man, like if if you guys haven't who's listening to the show, if you haven't watched Bo Nickel wrestle, um he has this meanness to him on his top game. He's one of the meanest wrestlers you'll ever see. That's why I always thought he transitioned well. Like he hurt people wrestling. Like go back and watch some of this guy and you can see where the, the hype comes from of just watching watching Bo wrestle and he's a he's a mean motherfucker. Uh, anyway, let's start off in the early prelims. We can go, we can go, this card does not start off well. Uh, we'll start with the lightweight division. Esteban Rivovic versus Loic Radzabov. I've actually seen this guy fight. I cannot pronounce it. Multiple times. He was times. A fella. <laughs> yeah, I've seen yeah, him multiple yeah. times. New Sean? Don't have much here. Uh, there's, 
I was I was short on tape time this uh, this week. So uh, did you this, buy the tape when that happens? The, the criminal guy, the, the thief, he runs this thing where he tells you to click a button instead of just typing in the guy's name yourself. It's a huge service. <laughs> you got to save me too. some time. So unfortunately, I uh, couldn't uh, couldn't deep dive this one. I'll uh, I'll take the guy that's minus three hundred. These are still terrible, but oh god, they're in the fridge. So you got you got to take care of them. That's better. I had no white claws in London. None. A lot of Guinness. It tastes different over there, you know. I'm 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 a big Guinness draft fan. Always have. Dude, the, I'm sure people who are listening are from Europe, but it's not even the same beer when you're over there. It tastes it's. I had like seven or eight one night, and oh, I pull it out of the oven for you. <laughs> I got I got real. I got I got real hungover one next day, and if you've ever been to London, it's basically one giant speed bump. So I just was pounding Guinness, bunch of gin drinks. I was out till like one thirty. Um, had to get up at like seven and get uh, get to the office. It's like a mile and a half, which in London's about a twenty five minute drive. And there's a speed bump like every six feet in London. We're in this like van where the seats are facing each other. That's what the Uber XLs are. And we're just going like this in this van. And I look at the person across and I was like, I am going to vomit all over you. <laughs> like, it's not good. So don't have a hangover in, in London, I guess is the, that's more of the story. All right. Wes. Yeah, I don't, I don't have too much here. I think you got to go with the, the old lo- locate. However, however you want to say his name. I, I just haven't seen too much of this other kid. I'm, I'm, I guess I saw him on contender series. Um, it looks like he had a decent performance, but I can't remember him. Um, yeah, I guess I'm going to pick the fave here and just, I got nothing on this fight as far as a bet. Brad? Yeah, I, I don't really, uh, remember that contender series, uh, event, but obviously he, he got a win and Loik has, like, it's not like he's good. We've, we've seen him fight a few times because he's been in PFL, but should he be the type of guy that's minus 300 here? That, that seems a little steep. Um, so I'm, I might go the other way in Towmaster, but no bet here. He's he's fought some. I'll I will say this. He's fought some pretty good competition in PFL, and got a win. Got a win over. He's got a win over Chris Wade. Which, that's a good win. It's better than anything this other guy's ever fought. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I I, I just think I, I was kind of looking at an over here as a play on anything that's plus money. He'll he'll dirty this up and try to just slow this shit down. That's what he does. But I, I get what you're saying, man. He's minus three hundred something. He's not yeah. good. He's not good. I got, I got nothing here. I'll, I'll pick uh, the PFL fella, but I got nothing. Uh, Magic said you look like Andrew Tate uh, with the beard, Sean. I think that's a compliment. Uh, Ooh, that <laughs> is not a ton of compliment. No, thank you. Bantam, top G. Bantamweight division, Demon Blackshear versus Fareed Basharat. New Sean. Not much here. I think Basharat should probably do some, some damage. Uh Blackshear kind of getting quadrupled up by Lazez is not a great look. Uh, Basharat, I think, is is actually pretty decent, but uh, that number is way too big to bet it. Yep. 
Yeah, I I, I think Bachelorette's decent. I, I I believe his brother might be a, a little bit better. Um, yeah. And th- this number's just it's kind of it's kind of crazy on a guy that we just haven't seen enough of. Um, Blackshear does have some finishes, some knockouts and shit. Like I think he does have some some finishing ability in spots where. I just don't, I don't want to take that chance here. Like, Basharat should win this, but man, minus 400 or something around there, uh, against a guy that, that has finishes and, and has that potential to, to pull something out of his fucking ass. I, I'm going to pass. Uh, pick's going to be Basharat. I, I think, think he's okay, but I, I need to see a few more. Brad, anything here? Um, another one that I think's a, a little bit inflated, maybe because of the name, uh, as Wes said, the other brother is the more talented one, I think. And, I mean, Blackshear's got losses on his record, but losing to Danny Sabatello and Pat Sabatini, that's not a lot of shame in those kind of losses. So he's been in there with good competition. It feels like, he, even though he's only had one fight in the UFC, that he's been in the UFC like four times. Uh, He's just one of those guys that's kind of been on the the regional circuit for forever winning fights. Uh, So, again, probably probably going dog in, in Toutmaster. Just for shits. Yeah, this is uh, this is an interesting one. I think the line is inflated. I think Blackshear is kind of sub bust here with his game, and I, I do think this is going to play out in the ground. Both these guys are are decent ground fighters. Blackshear is a finisher on the ground. He's got mostly subs. I looked at Blackshear's sub; it's eleven to one, and I think that's that's kind of his his way to win here. He has eight subs. Of his 12 wins, um, definitely a sub guy. And I think the fight's going to be on the ground a, a good bit. So I think, who knows? I think at 11 to 1, that's a that's a little bit inflated. I think Basharat is getting a little too much love here. And most likely outcome for Blackshear at 11 to 1. Um, that might be worth a small little toss there um, on the freeland. So I think I'm going to uh, – I think Basharat's the more than likely winner, obviously, but I think at 11-1 to is a little bit hard to pass up for me. All right. Women's strawweight, Jessica Penne, Tabitha Ricci. Anything joint team? <laughs> <clears throat> no. no level women's MMA. Take the dog. I can't believe Jessica Penne is still fighting. She took like a nine-year suspension, <clears throat> made an OnlyFans, came back, and she's somehow still fighting. Wild. She lost. Dude, like, ah. She's 40. Literally 40. Do you think Jessica Penne lost money on her OnlyFans account? I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's buying these women's <laughs> MMA OnlyFans accounts? Sean, uh, what, what's going on, bro? Can't hear you. Well, this will speed yeah. the show up. <laughs> can you hear me now? Yes. We can, yeah. I Good had a deal. good Jessica, Jessica past the face uh, joke, but it, it's not that good. <laughs> uh, yeah. Penne is terrible, and Richie should be able to wrestle her, but laying minus 300 on a very bad women's MMA fighter is not a good idea. Yeah. Do you guys have anything? I got nothing. Yeah, I mean... The only thing I was looking at was, uh, Richie by sub. This, uh, pretty big number. What I see, uh, Dave Mason's got a plus 600 out there. Um, I think she wins this fight. She's gonna probably get this to the mat. 
more than likely go to win a decision, but and Panay's been caught in arm bars before. This chick's got some arm bar finishes. Um, that plus 600's not looking too awful bad, so might have a little bit of that. Brad, I assume you're good here. Yeah, Jessica Pasta <laughs> all day. <laughs> yep. All right. Boil some water and make some pasta during this fight. Yeah. That is Fair. time better spent uh, mm. than doing the alternative. Yeah. Phantomweight Cameron Simon versus Leo Mata Martinez. Michelle. This is another one. Like a, The favorite probably should win, but it's not something that I would feel confident in. Really uh, cutting back on betting on fighters that have very few uh, UFC fights, actual UFC fights. So this one obviously did not make the cut. Oh, I remember this Martinez guy. He sucks. Yeah. Mm. He is not good. Not good. At all. He's terrible. All right. Wes? Yeah, I think Mata is... is... Pretty, pretty bad. Um, I, I think the Samen kid is okay. Uh, he, he might be decent. Uh, I, I definitely want to see a little more. Um, I was kind of looking at the under here. Uh, I, I think they're going to go out there and scrap. And I just think that, uh, Mana's is, is, uh, it's not got the best chin. Uh, I think Samen could, uh, can find a finish here. So, uh, don't trust, don't trust him to lay that kind of price on straight and, um, yeah, in case Mana pulls something out, he's got a, he's got some finishes. I just think they're going to scrap in this fight. Um, so the under at around um, see some minus one ten out there uh, probably be the way I go if I make a bet on this fight. Same as the pick. Fred, anything here? Uh, don't hate that under another inflated favorite like this. This Simon guy beat some dude who didn't have any clue how to fight on Contender Series, and then a super late replacement. On uh, his UFC debut, like he's he's done nothing to be a minus two fifty favorite. I know that uh, that Mana isn't good, but his performance here is going to set the table for the breakdown of Drikus Duplessis later on in the card. South it's all part of a narrative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the South there, the South African contingent, right? Yeah, yeah, because exactly. Yeah, like, Mana's, yeah, you're gonna have to watch. It's like holding up the uh, the card in that Family Guy sketch. Uh, you know, like the the top three are okay, the bottom three not good. Uh, yeah. That's that's where we're heading with Drickus later on. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not looking for a good time. I'll uh, I'll take the South African fella here. Quite jacked for bantamweight. Looking good. Uh, so I'll take him because of that. And Martinez sucks. Split over fucking Guido Canetta and Brandon Davis. I remember that Brandon Davis fight. That is, that is not good. All right. And then welterweight division, uh, last early prelim, Ian Gary, Song Kanan. New job. Ian Gary's time will come. Uh, but it seems like the UFC is, is, is booking him correctly and not rushing him because he obviously has a lot of defensive liabilities at this point. Uh, it's just the guys that he's fighting. His offense is, is greater than theirs. Um, so this is another one. He's not going to have to grapple. Kanan uh, coming off a, uh, a knockout. It's probably going to happen, but I would not bet this guy at minus 700. 
Wes? Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll never forget the insulin kid piecing up fucking in Gary for most of a first round, like straight up, piecing his shit up. Thing that happened. Um, but like Sean said, the time will come. It's just not, it's not going to be, it's not going to be here. Um, songs just not good enough. Uh, Gary's probably going to win this probably, probably inside the distance song gets finished by, by just about everybody. So, um, not sure what Gary inside the distance is. I just, this is just something I want. I want nothing to do with. It is a very, very big number. Yeah. That's just total Brad. pass on this fight. Yeah. I, I never, all of the early prelims are incredibly inflated. I don't know if it's because nobody bet last week. So they Ron all saved Robin? their parlays for, for this week. Um, but man, it's, it's Ron, tough. Round Robin time. <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably do something stupid on the prelims. <laughs> That's the only way I'm going to tune into them. Um, yeah, it's hard to put your money on Song Kanan, um, but no way I'm touching Ian Gary in this spot. Get Eric Gary inside at like minus 175, minus 200, I guess. Maybe Gary. He's not a big finisher. Like, Gary's no. not this, like, emphatic it's, finisher. It's, where it's, more, later, it's right? more Song. Song goes yeah. out there and just yeah. goes all out and gets fucking taken out. Yeah, well, I uh, I'll take Aiden Gary in this. I don't know if I'm gonna throw. I, I, there's there's a chalky parlay to be had here with a bunch of big numbers that are that are probably gonna win. So I might throw him in something. But I did it last. You don't week. need to throw this guy in there. Like, what's that gonna add? I did it last week and it Echo worked out. Until or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will take Ian Gary. Maybe he may, he might get a finish. Um, but he's he's not a finisher. I'm not as sold on this guy as some though. I don't. I think he's got a good skill set, but it's alarming to me when you have a guy that is a much better fighter in all his fights and he's still not able to put guys away. That's usually a red flag to me. If you think of any top line guy, usually they come into the UFC finishing everybody and then it starts to dwindle off. So if he's already not finishing guys and with his striking and where he's dominating fights, that's a bit worrisome. So I'm not as high on him as, as some, but all right, let's move up. Now Now it starts to become a, a better card. Uh, middleweight division, Julian Marquez versus Marc-Andre Berriot. I dig this fight. Do you, Sean? Do you, do you just like Julian Marquez just more than you should based on how bad he is? He does. Uh, all his fights are super fun. They're fun or just a uh, slop fest, and that kind of um, gets fun as well, yes. I, I, I understand. Fun. Um same pitch. Yeah, fair. Fair. Uh, I took Barrio by decision uh, at plus 350 for half a unit. I could see this fight. If, if Barrio is able to, you know, keep it standing and grind like he does, I just don't think uh, Marquez is that good. But he is tough. He is extremely tough. And for the most part, Barrio is not really much of a finisher. Um, so I think this is a good go long, and, and I think Barrio's got a shot to 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 pull off. Well, I guess it's not really that much of a of an upset because uh, I guess he's a slight he's favorite. favorite now. But, he's but, favorite, yeah. But he's plus 350 is, is wild for a guy that's not a elite finisher against a guy that's that's very tough. So that's that's the direction I'm going. Wes? 
Yeah. For me, I think Sean kind of hit on something that kind of sways me in this fight because I think it's close. I could see it playing out a couple of different ways. One dude is just tough as fuck. And I'm not sure Barrio can get Marquez out of there to where Marquez is going to be coming. He's going to be throwing shit. I've seen Barrio fold up, man. I've never seen Marquez fold up. Like he's, he's getting taken, get he's, he's getting taken out. Like he is going to come after you or he's going to get taken out. I'm just not sure that kind of fight plays out great for Barrio, man. Like the, like Sean said, the dude couldn't, couldn't finish a fucking half a Twinkie, man. Like I just, I'm not rushing out to bet Marquez right now, but if the, the line keeps climbing, um, it's something I, I'm probably going to look at, but. Like I said, for me, it comes down to a dude that I just think is is way tougher that I know is going to stay in that fight. I don't think Barrio can finish him and get him out of there, and that's that's not going to go well for for Barrio, in my opinion. Brad, I'm more on the same page as Sean here. I wasn't really looking at the the Barrio decision, but uh, I, I I am now. I'll consider it. Uh, but what I do like is I think the the over one and a half here is kind of a a great parlay piece. Because uh, if Marquez is going to win, even when he does win in fights, he usually gets beaten up or taken down for the first couple rounds. And, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yep. That's uh, that's a very strong possibility here. So I think I'm going to play it a little safe and uh, find something to parlay the over one and a half with. Minus one seventy five, minus one eighty. I I like I like Marquez here. I think I think he has more ways to win this fight. Um, I, I think he could get this fight down to the ground. He's too stupid to do so early, uh, but I do think that's an option to him. He's obviously the finisher in this fight. He's the tougher guy in this fight. And if you actually look back at Barry's UFC run record, whatever you want to say, it's one of the worst I've ever seen. He starts off losing his first three fights to decent, okay, at best guys. Then he beats uh, Azatar, who sucks, beats Lung Ambulance, gets knocked out by Chidi. Only guy he beats is next is Jordan Wright, and then gets submitted by Fluffy. It's one of the unim- – for how long he's lasted in the UFC, almost like 10 fights now, it's one of the most unimpressive runs. Fluffy really, is what people thought Andre Muniz is, right? Fluffy's good, but the whole thing, it's it's – it's not good. And if I look at, you know, Marquez, even earlier in career, it's like he's fought even a little bit better competition. He's lost some of them, like Hobo Cop and stuff like that. But he's been in some wars. He's been in some tough fights. And Barrio usually does good if he's the guy kind of running the dance, throwing the hammer. Uh, he's. I, I think he's going to struggle here with a guy that's going to be in his face. He's not going to get out of it. And Marquez is tougher. And sometimes, you know, being the better finisher, being the tougher guy and having more ways to win, I think it's like plus 125 um, at certain places now. I think that's very worthy of a bet on Marquez. So that's going to be the pick, and that is going to be the bet here. All right, let's move up now to the women's flyweight division. As we have Divi Arujo taking on Amanda Rivas. Nishan. I think this is a close fight. Uh the the price is probably right. Uh Arujao's got probably the better wrestling. Rebus has shown fairly good takedown defense. Um but I think uh Rebus is probably a little bit better on the feet and, and doesn't get his hit hit as much on the feet, so I don't know. Close fight. I'll uh I'll take Rebus even though. 
though she's the slight favorite. <clears throat> yeah, close fight. Um, I'm kind of slightly leaning the other way. Um, I just, I watch Rebus get clinched up by, by the book again and stuff. I just think Aruja can do that kind of same game plan and win a very close, uh, decision here. So, um, I haven't, I haven't made a bet on this. Uh, if I do it, it would be, uh, it would be Aruja by, by decision. Um, not sure what that, that price is. I hadn't looked at it. Um, some plus 210 out there. Or so, so. Yeah, that's kind of the way I lean. I think either way you go in this fight, it probably by decision is probably the way to go to get a little bit more more bang for your buck. I lean a Ruggio. Brad? Um, yeah, don't care. Uh, women's flyweight with a 36-year-old and somehow someone who gets knocked out at women's strawweight. Uh, don't really think it's uh, too important. Yeah, I, uh, I lean Reboss here. I was thinking of playing her, but the line keeps going up. It's minus 125, minus 130 now. Um, and the, the wrestling with Reboss always, always worries me. I could see her piecing her up in the feet and winning this easily. I could also see her getting taken down and she has no get up game whatsoever. She needs a friend with like the Black Beast. It's the, the fucking get up game. Uh, I think that would help her, help her a little bit. She gets taken down. She's kind of there. Um, and she can lose a round with one takedown, which is a little bit worrisome when you're losing juice. You're a pretty decent fighter, so probably going to be a pass here. Um, all right, let's now move on to the middleweight division as we have Derek Brunson taking on Drusus the Pleasus. Dushan. This is going to be an interesting fight. Um, Wes is going to be ready for the memes. Um, and, and it, it's gonna be scary. I hope not. I hope not. I, I hope not as well. It is going to be a bit scary, in my opinion, uh, for at least a couple minutes, uh, until Brunson can get a takedown. If he can't, then he's, he's getting memed. Um, but I, I, I think he's got a decent shot to, to get him down here and, and tire Duplicy out. Um, for the most part, his takedown defense is very untested. Brunson just just can't get memed, and he can't get memed early, and that's it's as simple as that. If if he doesn't doesn't get smashed early, I think he takes over this fight and, and can win a decision or possibly even finish Duplicy if if he gasses out. Like that uh, that fight would with Darren Till did did not do wonders for him in my opinion, and I'm I pretty surprised by the line. So. I uh, I got a unit on Bronson at plus two hundred. Uh, I I you just hopefully can survive early because then I think we we should be good. Yeah, Wes. Yeah, I mean I think us here more than more than most know what can happen in a in a Derek Brunson fight, but I will say I haven't I haven't seen a whole lot of more of the the fucking. Yard sprinkler punches, uh, lately from Brunson and stuff. So he's tightened that up a bit, but you know, it's definitely the wrestling here. And what I saw in that till fight is just, there's tons of holes to be exploited. I mean, till was fucking piecing this guy up at points in that fight. Like I had money on Duplices in that fight and was worried. So did I for, for a good bit of that fight was worried, man. Like. Derek Brunson could, can absolutely get some takedowns here. I'm not sold on Duplicy's, uh cardio. I mean, we saw him running on empty in that fight. Like, just tons of red flags against Darren fucking Till in that fight. Um, I think you have to take some plus 200 on here and just 
Kid's going to have to show me if he's got it or not. I know what Brunson's going to bring to the table, and uh, he could have a winning strategy here. So plus 200 is a good number. Brad? Yeah, this is this is insane. Like, Drikas Dupartheid was just going life and death with Darren Till a couple months ago, and now he's minus 250 against Derek Brunson. Like, what what are we doing here? There, there's a possibility that Brunson gets memed. We know that. It's always a possibility in the first round. If this gets out of the first couple minutes, though, like, this guy was legitimately losing to Darren Till in 2022. Yep. After owning Darren Till for after, a round. After 10-7-ing him in the first round. Like, that's, that's a terrible look. Um, and he did that. His success in that fight was being able to out-wrestle Till. He's not out-wrestling Derek Brunson. Like, so then what happens? It, it's meme or he dies. Derek Brunson is going to grapple the apartheid out of Drake's <laughs> Dupartheid. All right? It's over. He's the new Mandela. All right? <laughs> Oh man, blonde-haired Mandela. Brunson's in, inside at plus five fifty. I saw round two and three at like a thousand and fourteen hundred, and I was uh, I was scratching Ooh. my head. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. Ooh. Yeah, I like I like Brunson here. Obviously, lots of reasons. Hog analysis, wrestling, a lot of stuff. Um, I won't repeat what you guys said about the Till fight. I was on Till in that fight. I was one of the few and. I was actually starting to feel pretty good uh, after that second round because he he plays his gases pretty quick, and I think it was more Till being Till in the third round more than him having a better gas tank than we thought and kind of recovering. Brunson's not going to let this man breathe. If he gassed in that first round of the Till fight, what's he going to do fighting off takedowns, being underneath Brunson? Brunson's pretty active on top. He's not going to, you know, kill you on top, but he's going to work on you, and he's going to gas you out. I I think – Really, Duplessis has three, four minutes in this fight, and that could be less if Brunson gets a takedown quick. Yes, there's always the possibility with how hard Duplessis hits, and I this is how I feel like this is how I've been losing lately. Uh, it's like I bet some like Brunson, and he gets caught with one punch when he has this clear game plan, and he goes out. So it's, it's possible there for sure, but at plus two hundred, I don't, I don't see how you don't have a bet on Derek Brunson here. I think if he gets one takedown, that kind of saps the energy that takes him out of there. Um, so I'm, I'm willing to risk it here. So that will be the consensus bet of the week on Derek Brunson plus 200. So a, a big one from the fellas this week. Um, this is the so, one right here, LR. This is, that's the, that's the one to take to Tijuana. Yep. We're good. We're good to go. All right. Someone said Brunson has one problem. He's looking for a way. He's always looking for a way out. That has nothing to do with anything. He's either going to get a takedown and dominate, or he's going to quit. There's no outcome in the fight. <laughs> like, let's be clear, though. It's not like he's quit against shitty guys. Yeah, no. Who has it been? Cannon, the, the Crystal Cannon, Thin Izzy, Jacare, Whitaker. Anderson Silva, Robert Whitaker. Like, yeah. And, and he and, beat Anderson Silva. Yeah. That one, that so, one count. And then yeah. before, if you go even further back, Yoel Romero... Jacare. His only bad loss in his entire career was a split decision to Kevin That was Lula. awful. That was terrible. Horrible. Yeah. Maybe the best losses of any guy I've ever ever seen. That's because he Definitely beats the any guy who's never had a 
Yeah, he, definitely he, a guy he, who's he, never had a title shot. Brunson Brunson definitely can get caught in loose fights. That's his thing. But Brunson, for the most part, outside of the Whitaker fight where he went a little little too much, he's usually a pretty good game plan guy. He he follows he follows the path. So I, I I have faith that he'll do that. So let's move on now. Is the last prelim before we get into the main card? We have the bantamweight division. Cody Garbrandt taking on Trevin Jones. Sean? Looking through Garbrandt's uh, like. His last bunch of fights. It's it still annoys me that somehow I didn't cash Rob Font inside the distance against him because <laughs> there's a shit ton of knockouts in there. Uh, and that was a bad strike. One. Font had five rounds to do it and just that's when straight. Font sucked. See, some people were like, "What a performance!" I was like, "This guy's trash can." <laughs> I hit it. We hit it nice on him in Indiana, though. I, I played him. I played him straight. I didn't. Oh, we were together, him. weren't we? Yeah, we were up in Indiana after it was, it was like our first after COVID shit. Yeah, we got to do that again. I, I love that. I love that spot. That sports book in Louisville. That's so. nice. It's nice over now. Yeah, I dig. At at this point, you just kind of have to fade the chin um, until he can prove me wrong. Like I know he's got uh, one one little uh, win uh, in between, you know, five losses, but uh, he was losing that one too. He was losing that one too, so he does have power. But prove me wrong, I'll take uh, Trevin Jones inside the distance plus three hundred for half a unit. Plus, yeah, um, I, I think I think Trevin Jones is like not very good, but goddamn man, he could throw uh, a strong punch. Cody's just completely washed, man. Um, you gotta take the plus money here. Uh, half on, half on straight, half on uh, inside. Trevin Jones. Did you see the uh, there? There's an interview with Cody this week, and they were talking about his last fight. And he was like, "Yeah, like I I was going through a divorce, and I was selling my house, and my mind wasn't right." Motherfucker, you've been getting knocked out by a stiff breeze for six years. How long is this house going for sale? Yeah. <laughs> Like, that is not why you lost. You got hit with one clean punch and you were out cold just like normal. <laughs> There's the video of him doing like the chin exercise where he's like, <laughs> that is, sorry, bro. That's not going to do work. it. You know? <laughs> like my wife just, she hurt me so bad that I started getting knocked out. Never done that before. <laughs> except for my last five fights. Those also were knockouts. <laughs> but then she was being annoying. So I, mm. you know, I just, they can't win here. Cody Garbrandt. <laughs> Brent. Um yeah, Trevin Jones is he's not good. Um honestly, if you're just looking at uh, at a money line here, Garbrandt is going to win this fight for as long as he doesn't. It does. It doesn't. He's going to be winning this fight until he loses. Um, so it's a it's a matter of if he loses within 15 minutes or somehow can can survive without getting hit. And I just I don't think he can survive without getting hit at this point in his career. We talked about Brunson how he's all of his losses are to like really good guys and yeah he gets memed, uh, but that's happened over like 15 years. With Garbrandt, it's been in six fights. 
that all of that has happened. Uh, so I just, some guys don't have it anymore. And uh, I, I think he falls into that category. Trevin Jones inside. Uh, I, I feel like you got to take the inside here. There's, you know, he's not going to beat Cody Garbrandt in a fight unless he knocks him out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sad really for Cody when you think about it. Like, his chin was com- had completely evaporated by like 27. Like it's really some bad luck when you think about it. Like the guy had a skill set. He was a good technical boxer. He had a little bit of wrestling background. He had some good stuff going with him. It's just it shows this MMA like you get one thing like that and there's there's nothing you can do. You can't repair yeah. your chin. And with his style, he's great offensively, but he's always been he's always been a little bit hittable. Um, so I, I kind of he's only 31. That's that's the crazy thing with Cody Garbrandt. Like you feel, you think you'd be thirty eight with all those knockouts and everything like else. A morale, this dude's throwing a morale out there. The, the good thing with with Trevin Jones is he he knows what he is. He's gonna absolutely. He, he's not a when you bet Trevin Jones in such a distance, you don't have to worry about him. You know, trying to sneak out a decision. He's gonna go out there and he's gonna throw fucking bombs. And if if he lands one, I just don't think Cody can can take it and. If this fight does go on that, Trevin Jones also has a couple sneaky subs here and there, so you never know. He could die for a guillotine. Something could happen there, but I just think that that chin is shot, and I think anyone that can hit hard plus 300 inside versus Cody Garbrandt is is worth it, at least a stab there. So that'll be the Munich pick of the week. It's uh, 469 and 2 is the current record of Munich, and most of those are like plus 200 or better. So, yeah. Yeah, on the Munich. All right, let's now move on to the main card. We will not take long on this fight. We kind of already Massacre. talked through it, and there's not much to cover here, so maybe more on just bets. But we have the future middleweight champion of the world from Penn State University, four time All American, two time national champion, <laughs> Bo Nickel versus Dan. Yeah, I, I don't have much on this fight. I I couldn't find a way. Uh, round one is like almost minus is like minus two hundred. Under one and a half is a very very big number. Let's just enjoy Bo Nickel destroying a body. Mm. Yeah, he's gonna kill him, Wes. Yeah, the only thing I was looking at on this fight, uh, if I, I wanted to throw a couple bucks on it, was Bo Nickel by KO. Like, uh, Pickett's taking some ground and pound losses. I, I think Bo Nickel could end up on top instead of behind him, choking him out, uh, with a rear naked and just throwing some punches and the rest of it. And I think that's a, a possibility. So if I take anything on this fight, it'd be, uh, Nickel by TKO. There's some plus 225 out there. Wild and Swain. That's a good comment, LR. <laughs> Dig it. Do you guys know who Loudon Swain is? Uh, the the wrestling movie. Vision Quest. Mm. Fever Dream. Yeah, Vision Quest. <laughs> Vision Quest. You know? Vision Quest. Come on. Brad? Uh, yeah, I, I tried to get cute on uh, Nichols' second Contender Series fight and take yeah, the TKO uh, like Wes is doing now, and it didn't work out for me. He, he legitimately seems like he wants to submit people, uh, and he is very talented as a submission grappler. So I uh, I think if I want to grab some plus money here, I'll look for the uh, the bow sub one. 
that's like plus 115 a couple spots. Uh, chalky as shit, but, uh, uh, you know, turning in a minus 1800 or whatever he is into some plus money. Uh, I'll take that shot. What's, uh, what, what's, what's bow round two? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> he ain't getting there. Uh, 500 in some places. Yeah. 500's your, your best there. I don't know. I don't know. Um, obviously Bo here, uh, he's, he's gonna take care of business. I, I'm glad they're giving him a fight like this with a guy who doesn't know how to wrestle. Um, the only thing I think it's gonna get Bo in trouble in this fight or any other fights if he, if he decides he's the boxer. I know he's had some, some, some good fights where he's dropping guys and things like that, but this dude should be just head forward, <laughs> taking takedowns, finishing guys in the ground. His jujitsu already looks like it's pretty damn good. His ground and pound's good. Uh, this will be an easy one. I think in terms of the bet, I, I think inside's like minus 400 for Bo Nickel in case that slips to the second round. That is a very, I mean, minus 1800 on the money line and then the inside's like minus 400. Yep. That seems like a, that seems like a bad, a bad line there. So I'll take Bo. He's not going to fluffy. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> there you go. You can rank of my man, Bo Nickel. So I, I will have that in a parlay, Nickel, inside the distance. And I, I'm, I'm also interested to see kind of where he goes from here in, in terms of next step, step up, things like that. Cause this is not a guy they're going to slow play because Bo will not allow it. This isn't the Ian Gary situation. So I think Bo, he might fight a ranked guy next fight. I think they're going to move him that quick. That, that's that got to be a mistake, George. Yeah. That can't be right. It's definitely not. It's Every once in a while, Bet Rivers has minus, that. Where they, yeah, yeah, George, I looked. It's like minus 250. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that would be some instant bet shit. Not <laughs> right there. be there for longer than five seconds. Yeah. yeah. Tony Tony would come back from his grave yeah. and murder you. Bane your you account. Bet. You'd never bet again. No. <laughs> he would at least threaten your family. At a <laughs> minimum. bare minimum. <laughs> minimum. He would he would threaten your family. Alright. Let's now move on now to the lightweight division with Martus Gamrot defeated J or er, defeating coming coming. Yeah, versus yeah. Jalen Turner. New Sean. This should be a, a fun fight. Um, Turner obviously brings it early. He's just huge and long for this weight class. He's Ooh, surprised me with, with how he's been able to, to get the guys out of there the last, uh, last couple fights. This is a big step up. This is a big, this is a very tough, um, matchup, just style matchup. Because we, as we saw, Gamrot will just keep fucking grappling even if he's losing he just continues to grapple he's as long as he doesn't get deaded early i i think he out grapples tires out turner and and gets him out of there um the early stuff is is a little bit concerning for me a bit more than i think some of you other guys here um so i i'm looking actually i might lay the the under two and a half at minus one fifty. Um, either of these guys can can get each other out, and if, if Turner doesn't get him early, I think he will eventually gas just from all the grappling, and Gamrot will take him out. It's one of the most unimpressive five five fight win streak I've ever seen in my entire life. I would say. Yeah, uh, Cooley Bell wins not bad by right. the way he did. He, like nobody's 
did done oh, that Riddell to Brad Riddell's done though. Like I know he's, he's done he's now, but like nobody ever did that to him. He was a shell before that Turner fight, though. He wasn't the same guy we had seen in a while. Uh, yeah, it's still that great, great, great knockout performance. Yeah, no, or ended up being a choke. I mean, but right yeah, before no that, he had a war with Fizzy Pop. Like, yeah, but we always knew with Riddell, if you can, you can grapple him a bit. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. it's still uh, uh, Brock Weaver and Betty and Malarkey. Brock and Weaver, like, truth man, big uh, fan of that guy. Look, I have, I still have. However, I look at it, I can't see Turner getting Gamrod out of there early. I just personally can't see that. It, it, if he's he wins, if he, if, he, if he wins, he's gonna have to get Gamrod out of there like early in the first round, or the grind is starting. And Jalen Turner is not going to survive that ground. It's not going to happen. Gamrot's, he's a level above Jalen Turner, in my opinion. I, I, I might be proven completely wrong come Saturday night, but Gamrot is fucking legit. He has fought legit high level dudes, man. Like Jalen Turner has not been in any kind of fight like that, man. I, I like Gamrot here. He, he's sitting around minus 200. I think that's a dollar low, personally, man. Like, I, I know it's because Turner's got these finishes lately, and he's looked really good. Man, the competition has been fucking next to nothing. I like Gamrod a lot here. Yeah, um, Gamrod. Uh, you know, he's going to try and grapple, and as soon as someone tries to grapple Turner, he usually jumps for a guillotine. I don't think he's going to get it against this guy, and then he's going to be in hell underneath him for the better part of 15 minutes, or he might get stopped. Uh, so Gamrot is what I'm putting with that uh, over one and a half in Marquez. That's plus 131, uh, and we're doing that for, for two units. Yeah, I like Gamrot here. I, I, don't, I don't know where Turner has an advantage other than being tall. Long. Is that an advantage? He's he's tall. He's got more power. He's got more power. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I. I, I think so. Yeah. It's maybe. look. You got to look at the guys he's punching, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gamrod is fighting guys that are just so much better than what Turner's think, ever. Yeah, I, I think overall, if I'm looking at it, Gamrod's the better striker. Take a even. You know, if we throw power as an equation there, I think Gamrod is the better pure striker. He's the better wrestler. He's got the better jujitsu. He's got the better cardio. Um, I think this line is just an absolute steal. I, I think this ended up being one of my favorite parlay pieces on the whole card. It's like minus 220. Um, is the truth. This is a just absolute massive step up for Jalen Turner, as well as the kind of matchup that I think moving forward, Jalen Turner is always going to struggle with. A guy that can grind him into the mat. I think is where Jalen Turner is going to struggle. If he dies for guillotines against Gamrod, that is just an absolute waste of energy. I think this thing is going to get ugly towards the end of the second round, third round with Gamrod on top a lot. Gamrod has some pretty good takedowns. He can take guys down and he, he can grind them out, beat them up. And I don't even, I, I don't know if it's going to go to the cards. I know someone mentioned to decision, Turner's going to be so fucking tired by the end of that second round, early third round. I think Gamrod in a huge pay-per-view, like, He's going to want to make a statement. I, I think he gets a late finish in this one. And at that line, I 
I absolutely love it. So his, uh, I will be betting on Gamrot. His his grind and pace and shit's incredible. It's wild. He's great. Yep. Yep. Solid. <laughs> All right. Let's he's move in, on now. He's in a horse balloon. Like, <laughs> he's like a balloon animal. <laughs> he's seen Pacific. <laughs> I like Gamrot. He's a wrestler, kind of. Yeah. Not D1. doesn't really count, but he tries hard. <laughs> All right. Uh, welterweight division. Another guy I like. Jeff Neal versus my boy Shave Cat. Let's do it. New Sean. I, I think uh, Lance is turning into one of those... Those Russian propagandists He's supporting all these Eastern European dudes these days. I don't know what's going on with you, man. All right. First off, <laughs> neither are Russian. That's why I switched it up to Eastern European yeah. second time. Well, I've the, been the there. I'm about this. I've, <laughs> I spent several weeks in Eastern Europe. They loved me there. They didn't like me. <laughs> they didn't like me at all. They wouldn't even say hi to me. That sounds about right. It was like in Die Hard 3 when Bruce Willis has to wear, wear that sign in Harlem. I won't repeat what that sign says. <laughs> the movie. That's kind of how I felt in, in Eastern Europe. <laughs> uh, okay. Great people, though. Real nice, I bet. All right. You, Sean? Yeah, like, I, I'm a big fan of the Shave Cat. Um, he's He kind of does everything well. Uh, I think his best path to victory is to get Jeff Neal down. Sometimes that's harder than others. Um, if it's on the feet, it's probably a little bit closer than what the the line says. But Shave Cat is is I think he's elite uh, and he is a finisher. So I think he gets Neal down at some point and grabs a neck and he finishes him. So. Um, at the price it is, it's you can't. It's tough to play that number. I mean, if you're like you, like Lance said, if you're gonna chuck a bunch into a bunch of chalk parlays, you can roll with that. I'm, I'm just gonna leave it and enjoy the shave cat work. Wes, how come you never drink on the podcast anymore? You used to drink some beers with us. You just full focus. It was wine for wine. a little bit. Yeah, I did a like a couple weeks because man, I, it's hard for me to get fucked up during the week. Like I, I don't drink. I got a problem with just having a couple. Beers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like so I don't I have don't, an alcohol problem. I have a problem only having a couple. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. when I, when I drink, I, I get drink. fucking drunk. Like hmm. no, I don't drink like just sit around. So we haven't I, seen the uh, the the weed wine and Wesley. Yeah, the, the real WWW. Yeah, in, in a while <laughs> now. I got Vegas in a few weeks. Yeah, Gotta get want, mine right. We won't talk about it. Um, yeah, look, I, I, this line is, is, is pretty big and it's, it's tough to do, you know, even a chalk probably with that. Cause I, I, I do think Jeff Neal is, is a, is a pretty decent fighter. And if this is on the feet for an extended period of time, like we know Jeff Neal's got, got some pop, but man, like, Jeff Neal got grounded on by Magny. Let's not forget this shit. Like he went fucking life and death with pontoon boat and shit. Like he had that was pre death, wasn't it? Or pre almost death? He, he had a baby. Now he's uh... after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had a great performance against Luke. A, but man, Luke a is what Luke a is. Like that was actually, in hindsight, of course, a, a great matchup for uh... if if the real Jeff Neal shows up, which he did that night. Yeah, and that's another question about Jeff Neal, like who shows up half the time. Like I just 
I've seen bad performances out of him, man, and I just I can't see it here, man. I think Shave Cat is legitimately like a great fighter. Um also the the line's kinda crazy, so I get people laying off of it. It'll probably be in some stupid chalk parlay for me because there's some other pieces on here, but um yeah, it it's Shave Cat. Wouldn't I don't know. I can't argue too much of somebody taking a, a shot on Neil off a performance like that against a guy like Luke, but for me, I just think that was a great matchup for him. And before that, he's looked not great uh, in three straight fights. So I, I like Shape Cat here. Brad, I feel like I could blame people for taking Neil here. I just I, I don't see how he wins this fight. Uh, he he beat Luke because Luke is an incredibly hittable fighter, and he was able to hit him a lot. Shape Cat is not. Um, Shave Cat is going to beat him up if they're striking. He's going to beat him up if they get to the clinch. And he's going to beat him up if they get to the ground. Uh, this dude is the real. Uh, I, I apparently stupidly picked him to be the champ at the end of the year. Uh, which I don't think is, like, that far out of the, the realm of possibility. Uh, another big performance on a big pay-per-view yeah. uh, that, that could boost him into that sort of shot. So I'm I'm rolling with my boy. Don't think I can do that, though. Yeah, I like Shave Cat here. Um, I think with uh, I think Neil's last couple fights where he's looked better, I think he's dealing with some Washington Redskins more than looking better. Inconsistency for <laughs> Pon- Ponzi. The fact that we, I know, I think a lot of you guys, but where we won Ponzi's last fight, where he got that miracle KO versus uh, Moreno, yep. never in doubt. Hi, Sean, Sean, it was us, it was us three, I believe. Yeah, I don't care who Ponzi fights next. I'm betting him. Ponzi is wash wash. And then Luke, if you lose the ball, who is he fighting? Then they announce a Ponzi fight. He's fighting like a banger, right? Lawler. Kevin Holland. No, he already oh, did that. Kevin no Holland. it's Holland. Holland. Yeah, yeah. That's, Holland's gonna, yeah, that's gonna absolutely go poorly for massacre our, him. Um, yeah. And then with Luke, it, it's not like, you remember when there was the run of Frank Yeager when he used to steal the souls? Mm. He would just beat you so bad that you'd lose your next <laughs> fight and you'd just kind of be washed. So, Luke washed in Bala Muhammad. It's kind of the opposite. Frankie took your soul by beating the shit out of you. Bilal takes your soul by being so embarrassed that you lost to him <laughs> that you just got nothing left and you have nothing left to fight for. You're like, oh my god, I just lost this guy. He didn't even punch me. Oh, man. <laughs> he didn't punch me and he didn't go for a submission and I lost to him. That's not good. And that's, I think that's what Bilal does. So I, I think this revitalized Jeff Neal is not a thing. I think more correctly is we overthought Jeff Neal. I think at the beginning and we thought he was something he might not have been looking back at his victories, not as good. You know, the ball fight, obviously that hung up. That was good. But Mike Perry, Nico Price, Frank Camacho, Brian Camozzi. I think Neil wasn't who we thought he was. And he gets that Mike Perry win because that time we thought Perry was okay. Not yep. good, but he was decent. And then he runs into real fighters. He loses them. And then he gets a couple washed up dudes and shave cats legit. And he's, I, I, I like having guys that have multiple ways to win. 
I think Shavecat has that. I think he can hang on the feet, but I think the most clear path is obviously getting the takedown and working him on the ground, which I think will happen. Um, I'm fine with the price. I will throw that in a parlay. All right, let's uh, move past this next one pretty quick because, holy shit, who cares about Shevchenko? Uh, we'll move fly away to Shevchenko, Grasso, Lushan. Uh The only people that have a chance at beating Shevchenko are people who are very good grapplers, and Grasso is not that. So it's going to be Shevchenko, and hopefully she can put, up us, put us out of our miseries early, but that's not going to happen. No, it's not. It's going just going 25. And yep. the fact that we have to wait... We're gonna we're gonna watch Shave Cat, which is just I mean the first few fights is gonna be fun. Then we're gonna get to Shevchenko. it's gonna be twenty five minutes of absolute fucking torture to get to Johnny fucking Jones. Which will be worth the wait when we get there, but still, this twenty five minutes is gonna feel like hours at the end of this card. Wesley. Yeah, Shevchenko probably gonna go twenty five minutes. Who cares? Yeah, fair. What's her decision right. price? Is it even good? Uh, I don't even want to look. Plus 200? Plus 200. Plus 200. Yeah, that might not be. But she could also sub her. Grasso has no idea what she's doing down there. I mean, the, she could finish Grasso. Like, I, I would not be shocked. Yeah. If, yep. Like, she She's better at finishing people that have a sub weakness versus striking weakness. I mean, like... DraftKings at like minus 600 or something could go in a chalk parlay. I think it's pretty safe, but why? I mean, I just, what are like the, the over one and a half or two and a half or something? Yeah, like something that. like one that. One and a half is 235. One and a half is 235? Yeah, that's the, there you go. No, no. Two, yeah, two and a half is minus 135. Yeah, two and one and a half. One and a half is minus five. 225. Two and a half. 235. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's fine. A, that's a parlay yeah. piece. Yeah. She's not gonna head kick Grasso and knock her out in like a round. It's not. No, but Grasso's, Grasso's grappling is. Yeah, but she, but, not, she's not enough of a threat on the feet that she's gonna go to that right yeah. away. Like, yeah. this is good. Grasso, you're gonna get yeah. Dan Shevchenko. You're gonna get Dan Shevchenko for a couple rounds. Her fucking on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or or Grasso tries to pick up the pace because she's down a couple rounds, and then Shevchenko takes her down and subs her, something like that. Yeah. But one and a half is like that's. Yeah, that's a yeah. good parlay piece. At this is this is the uh, prototypical dog walk fight. Uh, Twenty five minutes, you get the extra long walk. The long dog walk. Get I got a new for the puppy, by walk. the way. We got Is that what we hear in the, the Yeah, he's he's a little yappy. Yeah. Uh I've I've actually got uh, a foster dog that we might adopt, uh coming up to from Tennessee. Oh shit. Um, oh. Yeah, he's he's got three legs. It's uh he's pretty That's awesome. awesome. This is so, one. Yeah. What we'll, a, we'll see. I used to um uh, have an aunt that uh raised dogs and they would have litters and shit and, and the first one she had was a beagle with a stub leg and like one of her puppies would always be missing a leg and she would always keep that one so she had nice. like four of them that were all like three-legged fucking beagles man it's pretty wild how did it get from tennessee to canada uh so it got hit by a car and the family was gonna just like Put it down because you Americans are soulless bastards. Uh, and then the vet was like, 
that like this this is a perfectly healthy dog other than the leg so they amputated the leg and then rescued it and coming up here sent it to canada called the yeah. foster dog dick Willie. <laughs> <laughs> that was canada was the canada was the closest people that would take it i guess we're just a little bit more humane up here lance Aww. what do i have to tell you Calling fake Willie. Fair. Fair. LR's got to uh, cheer for Grasso, or else he's going to get stabbed at a Mexican bar. No, just just that's where you bet the over. You just be like, I'm not cheering for anyone. I just want everybody to have a good time for more than seven and a half minutes. No one's going to have a good time. Nope. Absolutely nobody. Well, another reason to cheer for the over. I'll take Shevchenko. Um, we'll go into the main card before we wrap it up for the night. Heavyweight division has finally happened. Three years in the making. Johnny Ten years. Bones Jones is making his return. Heavyweight division. 35 now. Looking a little chubby. But he's here. John Jones, Cyril Gaon, heavyweight championship. Nishan. He's here, but the fight hasn't started, so uh, I would still be holding my breath. And he's in uh, Vegas. He's in <laughs> Vegas, so um, never wearing mind. wearing ski caps and sunglasses everywhere now. Like, hey, yeah. the man, the man, uh, the man is a friend of the Popo, so uh, he's he's one of them now. Um, I think this is gonna be a fight where. If you bet on the right side, you're going to be like, yeah, this was fucking obvious. Uh, John Jones took, gone down and just destroyed him on the ground. Uh, if gone wins and after a three year layoff going up in weight looks, Jones looks slow and gets picked apart and can't wrestle like he kind of did in his last bunch of fights at, at light heavyweight and gone's able to just piece him up on the feet and, and win a decision. That's going to be obvious too. I look the smart the smart play. Well, I, I don't even know if there's a smart play in this because <laughs> there are a lot of questions. I know Wes and some others are going to be laying, laying absolute monster bets on John Jones because you're getting the goat at an extremely affordable price. I just have questions. I I don't know. He just he's just been on the decline, and I know heavyweight sucks. Cyril Gaon's kind of an, an interesting heavyweight, but he does have absolutely huge hole in wrestling. But we will see if, if that size is going to be a problem for Jones. His, his wrestling hasn't been great lately. I am going to put a small bet at plus 145 on Cyril Gaon. I'm, I'm the, the white guy gif right now, like... Look, man, c- come on. What what are we doing? Th- th- this is still fucking John Jones at minus 160 against, like, why do people think Gon's, like, great or something? Why? why he is he, very good, especially for heavyweight. Come on, man. He almost stopped the takedown from Ngano. He, is, he, got, he got wrestled by <laughs> Ngano with a blown-out knee, dude. Like, come on, man. This guy's okay. For a heavyweight. No, he's very good for a heavyweight. He's, because... he's, he's okay, man. Like, we've watched him. We've watched he's him in fights literally not throw a punch for fucking four minutes at a time. Like, John's going to have somebody in front of him that throws one punch at a time. 
like that's not going to be some huge threat on the feet for John. Like he's going to have the reach here. Look, He's been trading with Jorgen DeCastro. I don't. I don't care about none of that. This is the. This is the. This is the Gon's also the uh, longest fighter he ever fought. The the second longest was OSB. We remember how that uh, went to a fun. This is this is this is heavyweight, man. This isn't none of. Look, if 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 John, wait, wrestled, do you think that OSP is better than Gon as a fighter? Just like in general. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's way more circumstances surrounding that fight though. Like we can't, like you can't just take all of that out of it and just say it's OSP or gone. Like who's better? Like no, there's a lot right. of shit going on around that fight, but Sean's right too. And you're right for bringing it up. Like John's been, been on a streak of like under performances and stuff. I think that's the difference. This is what he needed to be motivated by a fighter. Like he said it over and over. He wasn't motivated by none of those guys anymore. It, we, I get it. Like you better hope it, it was a motivation and not a fucking steady decline. That's all I'm saying. Man, he's he's thir- he's 35 years old, dude. He's never taken a, a mass. He's taken a couple, uh, a, a couple beatings in a fight. Um, he's certainly not taking beatings in the gym. So, so he's safe there. Look, if 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 John wrestles consistently here, he's gonna blow gone out. This isn't gonna be close, and everybody's Agreed. gonna be like, "My God." John Jones at minus 160 was one of the greatest prices we've seen since fucking Floyd. And I think John's going to wrestle. I think he is going to try to grapple this up. And we've seen fucking Francis Ngannou take this guy down repeatedly, hold him down, work him over with a bum knee. If John wants to win this. Not really work him over. He kind of laid there. (laughs) Yeah. It's Francis Ngannou. I'm just it's saying. Francis and got well, John Jones ain't gonna lay there. John Jones is when he did do it, had some of the best grounded pound that we've ever seen in this sport. I know so, it's just been a decade since he had I get it. I get it. And I get like there there are all these questions, uh, of course. The guy's still the greatest fighter I've ever seen. Yeah, uh has had have we saw some decline in, in his past fights? Yes. I think there are uh legitimate uh excuses for some of those performances. Uh, I think he's up for this fight. I think this is a a legacy defining fight for John. And listen to him talk. That's all that he he talks about. That that matters to him. How his legacy is as a fighter really really matters to that guy. This is a legacy defining fight. You're getting John Jones at minus one sixty against an okay heavyweight fighter. Is gone good? Yeah, he's good for heavyweights. Like, uh, give me John Jones. I, I'm on John bigger. Magic wants to bet you. Uh, how, what's what kind of price you give him if Jones gets zero takedowns? Oh, yeah, I had to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to watch TV. I'm tired. I, all right, all right. <laughs> I, there, look, there's a scenario to where this is like a lot of uh, of a staring contest on the feet. Like, if you don't think that's not a possibility, you're an idiot. This could be 25 minutes of those dudes of those dudes staring at each other and barely throwing anything straight up. Yep. Um, Gone was a slight favorite to Nganu. Looked like a bigger favorite than that early in the fight. Um, and then, you know, got a little bit tired, got out wrestled, and absolutely went brain dead in yes. the fifth round and lost himself the fight. But, like, to act like he, 
you know, got Demi and Maya by Francis. The dude Ngannou. had a torn had a torn knee though. Like you yeah, gotta right. you gotta say that. Around. The guy had a torn knee. I wrestled him for two rounds. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but that's a super that's a way more athletic heavyweight than John Jones is right now. And mass wise. This is a this is a collegiate wrestler versus a Frenchman. You can probably just leave it at that and call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is that enough of a breakdown right there? I I just think I don't know about this. The only thing that I feel is lined right about this fight is the total. And that is probably gonna go to decision. And even that, if Jones comes out and decides, hey, I want to grapple, um, that's that's gonna be way off as well. Because if he does do that, he's probably gonna destroy Gun. And you know, some of Ngannou's takedowns came from the clinch. We know Jones is great from there. And when he wants to be on top and actually do stuff, he'll elbow your face off and submit you. Um, it's just he's had three good performances in the last eight years. And he hasn't looked urgent in any of them. And I'm not sure that one. He fucking almost lost to Reyes. Yeah, but he just, he got bored. You could tell he just didn't give a shit. Like the guy's going yep. to live golf. I, I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think he gives a shit about fighting some boring Frenchman? He cares about he his legacy. Cares yeah. about legacy, man. If he gets two belts, yeah. he, he can't even matters. believe a single word that guy says. He'll fucking. I believe he's such anything. an ego narcissistic maniac that <laughs> all that matters okay. to him I is could, how, I is how he's looked at as a fighter when it's that's why it's crazy he flew southwest because i automatically judge him as like a poor loser (laughs) yeah there you go you should have gone with that before the the wrestler versus frenchman uh narrative (laughs) but i'm leaning towards having a bet on gone here uh probably decision and i i think this is one where i might actually want to see some weigh-ins and wait a little later in the week because uh, I, I think a lot of people might think, oh, it's John Jones and end up betting him up. Brad, I cannot let you bet on a Frenchman versus John Jones. It's the, I just it's the Canadian roots. I uh, can't. You know, one out of every ten times, I guess. Both of them. You believe this shit, Lance? Both of these motherfuckers. That's unbelievable to me. Um, John Jones is it's the greatest of all time. I think anyone watches the sport. I think everyone kind of agrees on that. He's he's the greatest of all time. What he's done through his career, even despite the the lack of daysical performances with Reyes and Santos and Smith and all that, he won those fights. He he still won when he literally didn't give a shit. Was doing drugs every day. Was getting arrested. He still he, won those fights. He won, he were, he won the he, title fights. He was he was defending his belt, fucking partying. All yeah. fucking week and barely training. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, he for, he's he's still kind of still probably doing some bad shit. I think for I, think <laughs> I don't for think he's fight. on like the cocaine and shit anymore. No, like I think that. no, I he'd still be at two hundred five. We said that already. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think for this fight, this is a motivating fight for John Jones. I think that has been the th- like when John Jones was facing guys that should beat him, he didn't like. Those were the best performances of like look at the best performances of John Jones's career after he got the belt. You look at the second DC fight. You look at the second Gustafson fight. Guys that there was some animosity. You, if you look at the Smith fight, the Santos fight, the Reyes fight, there was nothing there. There was no animosity. There was no competition. 
John knew his D game was going to win those fights, and that's what he that's what he brought. Well, it's not a good thing, right? Look what he did to DC, like you said. Look what he did to DC when it yeah. mattered. To, when it that actually is, mattered to him. Now, I, this it is crazy how fair. people misremember that fight because that is honestly – people are like, oh, yeah, DC was winning that fight up until he got kicked in the head. That's one of the best, like – break a dude down to the body and then go upstairs performances that MMA has ever seen. Against an all-time great. Against against one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that was... Uh, Magic, 2013... The Gustafson fight was 2018. (laughs) I think think Jones is just one of those athletes, one of those guys that needs something. And he has that in this fight. He's fighting for the heavyweight belt, which he's worked hard on. He's, he's waited and it's taken time. He's fighting Don, where this is the lowest odds he's been uh, on a fight. He's fighting. This is the first time humans are picking against John Jones in a long time. This guy is such a narcissist. You don't think he's looking at the betting odds, reading the articles, seeing who's picking against him. He's going to be motivated for this fight, and he's fighting a French guy who can't wrestle. <laughs> And if you, like, here's some of the things he said. John has mentioned wrestling in, like, every single interview he has had. I don't think John's just going to sit in space and strike with gone. I think that's the way he can lose. I think this is the the, the Jones who's going to clinch against the fence, who's going to work on stuff against the fence, work for those trip takedowns. Um, he's not washed. He's, he's 35 years old. And he, he really, for a guy who's had this many fights at 35, he's taken, like, no damage. He's been taking like, some his, more damage through his entire fights. career, and now he's fighting a French guy who who can't finish anyone that's even somewhat good at fighting. He if he faces anyone good, he just you know boring decision. Here I know, and there. like they would, do they forget the the Rosenstruck fight, the Volkov fight, where this dude literally would do nothing. Like nothing. Was scared to throw punches against he didn't these throw guys. A punch versus like, he it's fucking insane, man. That's, it, that's why the over is the only thing does. that's accurate in mind here. He beat like Tanner Bowser. He went to a decision with Tanner Bowser. He beat fucking the ghost of Dos Santos. Like, yeah. t- tied to and shit. Like, it's his best win and his yeah. best performance he's had in his career. Like, and come regardless on, if Gon has fought for the heavyweight title, he fought in Gano, all that stuff. He's fighting John Jones. There's something to that. When you're fighting pretty much the, in everyone's opinion, the greatest fighter of all time, you don't know how guys are going to perform. I think at minus 160, I think you're getting, I think you're getting a pretty good fucking price for the greatest of all time. Who, if you look at skill wise, talked about earlier, he's got the path to victory. And it wouldn't surprise me if John Jones could just outstrike Tiro Gone. That wouldn't surprise me at all. With his length, with his quickness, it wouldn't surprise me if John Jones could Put him against the cage and knee him in the stomach a fucking bunch and win a boring, dirty decision. Or land five more punches in a round than God because yeah, he just doesn't throw away, punches. I think we're going to see old school. I, I think we're going to see takedown John Jones. I think we're going to see wrestling John Jones. I hope. I hope. fucking <laughs> better hope. <laughs> well, with the, the, size, the size wager I got, I hope. Well, I just, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as worried about if this is a 25-minute, like, Stay, stand on the feet fight as some people are like I think Gon is so tentative in these kind yeah. of situations that John could sit back and land five or six more jabs or a, or yeah. a couple of fucking thigh kicks on Gon and win rounds like that's absolute possibility against this guy 
Gone yeah. lands more if, strikes. If that's how the fight plays those, out, if, if that's how the fight plays out, and you've got a massive wager no, on Jones I, minus one sixty, that that ass is going to be so. It has, I don't want to see that. Cards. I didn't <laughs> say I wanted <laughs> to see that. <laughs> I think I've been on John Jones in every single fight of his career since Ryan Bader. He just wins. <laughs> he just wins. You take the money, you go home, you you call it a day. So we'll stop there. We can yeah. talk about this forever. Um. I think we see a good John Jones. I think we see a revitalized John Jones, a motivated John Jones, and I think at minus one sixty is the price to play. So I will be betting. I will be betting John. Uh, I might parlay him with Shave Cat or something like that, or maybe play him straight if it goes down a little bit. A lot of a lot of morons like you two Canadians out there could be driving the price down for us. So we'll see where that line kind of ends. But we do appreciate it. Um, fun show this week. Is there a card next week? I assume. What's next There's week? Always cards. Yeah. Good, uh, good to be back. Oh, it's uh, our boy versus Jan. That's gonna the be the snooze a... machine, dude. Snooze machine is about to put this man on a fucking trip. That's that's gonna, watch out. Um, that's, gonna, that's gonna be. We should let the people know for like the four that are still watching or listening that we are back to being alive all Every the week? time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're live moving forward. The constraints so, are off. Appreciate you guys joining. We'll be back next week for the uh, Jan, George, and Snooze Machine fight. Um, everyone enjoy the fights this weekend. Hope you win your butts, and we will see you next week. Win your butts. Butts. That's. What?